You are listening to an MLGA Network podcast. Welcome to Voluntary Vixens, where Jesse and Maddie give a female voice to news and pop culture with a libertarian twist. Join us to stay informed and challenged while keeping it sane, peaceful, and most importantly, voluntary. I just got sage ash everywhere. <laughs> that will be our intro. That wasn't smart. <laughs> yeah, well, so I'm Jesse. You probably didn't see me, but I'm burning sage over here as we're starting on starting this podcast on a somber note um, this week. I guess, first of all, hey, hey. hope you're doing well. And hey, audience, <laughs> uh, welcome to the Voluntary Vixens podcast, where one of your hosts just uh, got sage ash literally everywhere. For our intro clap that's how special i am but um well it is um 9 30 at night and <laughs> we both need to go to bed soon so <laughs> definitely past day. my bedtime <laughs> long day lots of sun and um lots of good family time though but and so i'm lucky and blessed to have been able to spend a day relaxing in the sun and enjoying my life um with those that i care about and you know, there are people, of course, across this country that, um, in light of recent events and things that happened this past week, uh, very violent, seems like a very violent week, yes. um, of course, more often than, or more so than might be usual, though, um, you know, violence happens around us all the time, and it's just what gets, uh, all the attention on TV. And so, obviously, like, these three mass shootings that happened this past week, starting with um, the Garlic Festival out in California on July 28th, and then, what was it, yesterday? Today's, today's only the 4th, right. as we're recording. So, yesterday um, was the Walmart in El Paso, Texas, and a couple hours later, followed up by the shooting in Dayton, Ohio. So, well... Jesse and I have been thinking about how, you know, we'd like to, part of this podcast, and one of the reasons we said and we've said on the air that we wanted to kind of do this was to sort of, one, get our voices out and um, how we think we might have a unique perspective on things. But also, we know people that might be listening to the show aren't necessarily also libertarians. They might not be voluntarists. They're, they might be somewhere on the left. They might be somewhere on the right. But... um you know, in our experience, or, you know, Jesse, you can speak for yourself on this, but I think you'd agree with me that in our experience, when we might tell somebody that we're libertarian, they assume it's, um, we're either, like, lazy and uninformed, um, that we didn't consider yeah. their left, their left-leaning opinion or their right-leaning opinion, that we didn't think about that before, right. or, um, <laughs> I mean, some people think we're evil, but I don't really get that. But evil capitalists. So we wanted to... I love money. I'm sorry. I love being able to feed myself and not have to rely on anybody. Yeah. Nah. Um, and you know what? I don't own... I don't own any other people to do it for me. Right. So... Yep. So... There you go. But I, there you go. Evil. And... <laughs> straight up evil. And so... We wanted to kind of, like, break down things one by one, a um, couple big topics, especially where there are huge 
differences between what the left says and what the right says. And I feel like, you know, maybe people weren't always so polarized. And I think we've talked about this, too. And it's like the polarization between sides is right. seemingly higher than ever. And it's almost like since, you know, neither we don't have a dog in the fight, usually. Like, we're not on the left. We're not on the right. We might lean one way more than the other in certain topics. But, you know, I think um, Scott Horton says it best that as libertarians... We're more liberal than the liberals, and we're more conservative than the conservatives. Yeah, that's so, probably like, true. We got, we got y'all beat. <laughs> um, but that's what consistency and actually sticking your principles does. <laughs> but yeah, and I think that's that's yeah, that's so, kind of what I I think we um, or I'm hoping that maybe over the next few episodes we can spend a lot of time on different topics on how the left and the right sees things, and then how the libertarian views that topic. So, um, obviously today we're going to talk about gun control and, um, and we're going to probably slide in there a little bit about some cops just, um, because those kind of things kind of tend to be similarly related, um, related enough. Yeah. Yep. So, um, one of the things that, uh, me and Maddie really did really want to try to do is because I've heard this a lot. I have actually... Because, I mean, I am married to a liberal, okay? And one of my best friends is a liberal. And so, if you tell me I don't know anything about that side, then <laughs> I don't know what you what you think I do when I'm living with somebody who's a liberal. I hear that their arguments all the time. So, um, one of the things I hear from their side all the time is how, I mean, libertarians are pretty much just like Republicans anyways, Right? Eh, oh, yeah, that's like when I that's one of the arguments that drives me up the wall so much. And um, I hear from my uh, I mean, I live in the South. I live in an area where it's pretty much got a, the Republicans have a stranglehold on everything. So I hear on that end sometimes um, that, you know, if I'm anti-war, especially on days like Memorial Day, um, I will hear how. You know, I'm a pinko commie or something like that. So it's just, it's crazy. Um, or I'm, I've been accused of not being a, a true Christian a couple times. Or uh, what is it? Or wow. obviously I hate my country, right? So. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think those are all similar arguments. I think that a lot of people have heard. So one of the things I really want to make make clear is that being a libertarian, and I, I, when I say libertarian, I mean little L. I'm not a member of the party. Little L. Either am um, It means it is a separate ideology altogether. Now, there may be times where our ideology, our principles line up with a left, a left ideology or a right ideology, but not for the same reasons that you guys think. So... Uh, today we're going to talk about guns and I wanted to talk about, um, you know, kind of the difference between the right and the left. And you can kind of chime in here, Maddie, on what you just kind of add oh, yeah. in what I you will. because I only kind of think about what I can think about. So on the, the left side, when it comes, that's what I'm here for. When we're talking about guns and gun control, second amendment, the left, this is an argument I hear a lot and it's not every liberal. Okay. But I hear, like, the argument, no one should own a gun. The Second Amendment was not about guns. It was about, you know, it was not for self-defense. You know, this is before, I mean, it was for self-defense, but 
um, they weren't talking about AR-15s and not those guns and stuff like that. They're talking about just you know revolvers and you know your little shotgun so you can shoot your chicken in the backyard. Um, but a coyote. Yeah. Uh, get the straight coyote and then there's always the argument for more gun laws we need to have more gun laws Uh, we need to get rid of all the uh, what is it the the loopholes Um, yeah close close all the gun show loopholes which there aren't yeah they've already done that guys that's been done Uh, long yeah and then of course um, the mass shootings that's a big argument they they there's been multiple art articles, um, or there's, I don't know which article in particular that, that they're citing, but there is this one article saying that there's like 300 and something mass shootings a year, or yeah, mass shootings a year. And they just lump a lot of different categories into the same, into under mass shooting. And so it doesn't, when you l- look at the data head on, you actually start to understand that the definition for mass shooting is really a broad definition and it's not... I think it's like four or more people, which yeah. I'm sad about each and every one of those killings, and I'm opposed to all of them, but, you know, there's a difference between things that we just saw happen this week and yeah, four. Well, I mean, they'll also... Workplace lump, violence. They'll lump in gang violence even with that, and that is the motivation and the... Everything that is revolved around that is totally different from like a mass shooting, like we we were talking about in El Paso, for example. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. Are there any other arguments that you hear from the left side that? Um, they're definitely uh, so. There's a spectrum, of course. Like even you know from the left to right, there's a spectrum. But even on the left, there's the spectrum. So like you said, there's folks that uh, think nobody should own a gun and or. Um, You can own a gun, but you can only own specific guns. um, And look at the other countries in the world that the government has collected their guns. And, you know, they're doing great. And so we should be more like them. Oh, yeah. You know, like London and all the acid attacks. I hate that so much. Yeah. Or like the truck attacks. In France. Yeah. And England. Take a weapon. You take one weapon away, they're going to use another weapon. I I mean, you know, how many people are killed with hammers? And so I know the argument there is, yeah, well, a, a semi-automatic rifle, they're never going to use the proper name for a gun, but, like, so guns can kill a lot of people at the same time. It's like, so can a truck, so can bombs. I mean, killing people is illegal, period. Yeah. I d- so I know that their argument is that if you were to um, lessen the opportunity for bad people to get access to these, like, mass death weapons or devices or anything like that, then obviously it'll go down. But it's like, that's like a band-aid on a bullet wound, a proverbial bullet mm-hmm. wound. Um, and so it'll be found out how to kill people as, as effective a killing, which is disgusting, but like as effective a killing as possible, they'll find another way. Just look up all the bombings that have happened in, in the UK over the past 10 years. Look up the acid attacks. Look up the stabbings in China. Like, they don't talk about that, but um, I think it was on the same day that the, um, the, the shooting that happened in the school in Connecticut, uh, there was a mass, there was also a mass stabbing at a school in China. Oh, actually, I do remember that. So mm-hmm. it's pretty much 
human nature, which if you listen to my last podcast, I talk about how human beings are pretty much evil and you're never going to get rid of it. So it's always best to know how to protect yourself. Um, I think that we pretty much just laid out for you how even if you take away guns, you can't, you're not going to take away people who are mentally ill, who are evil, who have the desire to kill other people. You're not going to be able to, if there was some way we could, they had like a, a, they wore like purple t-shirts or something and we could just pick them out, then it'd be great. But you know, it's not that easy to find these type of people. They sometimes can be even in our own family. You can't, I mean, unfortunate as it is, sometimes you just can't prevent these types of things. You know, it's probably best to be air on the side of caution and our government isn't going to save us. No, they're not. And um, the, it was at the Supreme Court that actually ruled and stated that it isn't the cops' jobs to protect us. Like, uh-huh. it is not their responsibility. And so, you know, another thing the left ironically and weirdly does is one minute they're um, rioting against cops and okay I was like, gonna talk there about are that. a lot a lot of bad cops um and like a lot of people that are abusing their power and should be out of jobs and never see a pension again should never should never maybe see the light of day right. again. go figure and however you want to end that but um like but then also you know the left also thinks that so no civilians should have guns but the government should have guns the cops should have the guns but it's like are you kidding me? Like, those are the people that, for decades, the hippies were actually, accurately, most of the time, rallying against. And um, they were fighting and speaking truth to power. They were fighting the man. They were fighting um, a tyrannical government. And, but it's just like the left these days, it just is willing to hand over everything to these people that... I don't understand that. I don't... Have no regard for them. And this is the problem I have. Like you're saying, there's this illogical, or these illogical in- it's a inconsistency. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, there's inconsistencies <clears throat> in their logic about how they want to go about gun control. They say, why do you need a gun? You can just call the police, have the police come over, and they'll deal with it. But then at the same time, these sa- this side, and not everybody on that side agrees, but on that side, they tend to also be very anti-police. And especially, they, they'll say that police are racist, they profile, mm-hmm. um, they, they, choose, um, they choose like people of a certain color. If they're any sh- shade darker than tan, they're going to profile those people more than the lighter-skinned people. And so, how in the world... <laughs> Do you, why would you, uh, if you're on that side and you care, you say you care about minorities and you say that you care about protecting the poor people. And then at the same time, you want to take away all your power and all those people's power and give it straight up to the police. When you, when you just in the same breath, just talk about how the police literally want to kill those people. Right? Yeah. It's like literally desiring to putting them in further harm's way so that's my that is my biggest issue with the left when it comes to gun control that is my number one top issue when i am fighting with a liberal about this topic because it's not it's just not logical okay 
No one is sitting there saying you have to have a gun. But if you want to disarm everybody else because you think that, you know, you yourself can't handle a gun, then you're just, you're, you're being exactly the people that you, that you hate. You're being a fascist. <laughs> you're telling people how yeah, to live correct. and you want laws to come into place and control how they live their life and how they protect themselves. So, and their families mm-hmm. and their neighbors, and their communities. Um, that's why I like Maj Torre, he is the man. And so if you've never heard of him, M-A-J-T-O-U-R-E, Maj Torre. So I might be butchering that pronunciation, honestly. I don't think I am, but, um, he's got this organization. He's out there making waves and it's called Black Guns Matter. Yes. And he's all about, and one of his, I love his, uh, message, make the hood great again. Amen, brother. Like. Um, now that is somebody who really cares about black people, who really cares about the community. And the reason why he does is because he's from that community. He understands it and he he's woke up, you know? Um, so anything else on the left that you, any arguments that you hear the left say commonly against guns? Um, I think, well, so it's not maybe specific to the left cause I hear it on the right as well. So maybe I'll use this as the segue, but, um, something that, a lot of people will say is that, okay, well, you know, if they're on the left, they might, um, they're going to be for a significant amount more regulations and more control versus, um, the right might admit or, um, say they are. But like I said, one thing I hear everybody say is, um, okay, well, we might not need to do X, but surely we can all agree on common sense gun reform or common sense gun laws here's my lot this is my- the illogical inconsistency <laughs> with that argument we just had a mass shooting <laughs> that we just know that not everybody can be logical or even use common sense so yeah my common sense is far different yeah um common sense means that you don't go into a walmart and shoot 20 people to solve your problems yeah. okay but Common sense should be you don't use any kind of violence on a peaceful person. So what out of all of that made you think that you're going to be able to unite an entire nation under the guise of common sense? That makes my brain hurt. I cannot yeah. <laughs> stand that argument. I mean, there are there are over 330 million people living in this country. And, you know, a lot of us don't speak the same language. How are we going to have the same common sense? Okay. So, yes. So that's just like the general overall, I can't believe people even say that sometimes. I, that's, you know, I'm the kind of person that lets people say whatever they want to say because it'll let me know more about them than if I ask them questions. You know, sometimes I'll try and like get a little bit more out here and there. But honestly, I found that people will say exactly what they want to say. They will let you know exactly who they are if you just let them talk. So, and that, and that is the thing what you were just saying too, is that the, the right will also get on board with that and they'll say, yeah, we, we, uh, we agree with common sense gun laws. Sure, we do. Yeah, we'll do that. So you'll see, I mean, that's why the NRA, especially if a Republican signs the law, yeah, yeah, we'll definitely get on board for those common sense gun laws. That's why the NRA drives me crazy because they, um, you know, they're worthless. They don't, they haven't done anything to really uphold the second amendment. They, they're willing to make a bunch of little concessions here and there, you know? So it's, 
if you're going to be the Na- National Rifle Association and you say you support the Second Amendment, then you shouldn't be caving in to the left or to whoever. And, you know, it's just that's not that's not what you're supposed to be doing. And that's why I think that the NRA has lost a lot of membership recently because they've been doing more and more of that. Um, yeah. But then especially, you know, it, and they're able to get away with it in these concessions with because the Republicans in power. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the little things Trump keeps doing, it's okay because a Republican president is doing it. And yeah. no, it is not okay. Yeah. And I'm not sure if I... And okay, I so why Trump's not a Republican, but... Yeah. Eh, it's just... It's the teamism. Mm-hmm. It's the tribalism. Your team, good. Or no, my team, good. Your team, bad. Right. So, if my team does it, there's good reason for them to do so. Mm-hmm. So, the, so the argument on the right would be, first and foremost, is we have a Second Amendment. We have that right. That's in our Constitution. That will be their first argument. And they will say that, of course, that covers all firearms. Doesn't matter if it, they were invented in the 1700s or not. That's it. Yeah. Um, but if you actually look at the guns that were around at that time, like, it's such a silly yeah, elementary school <laughs> version of things to think it was literally a musket um, and maybe, like, a pistol. Yeah. Like, um, Steven Crowder, he's annoying a lot of times, but um, he actually, his best issue is probably the Second Amendment, and um, he's kind of gotten obsessed and almost became like a historian about it because like he was able to show just how many automatic and semi-automatic guns were invented at that time and no there wasn't a clause or any kind of exception that ruled those out of the second amendment right well you know at that time you know when you really think about where the world was at that time i mean science and america was a baby but the rest of the world wasn't and the, the i mean there was science and the discovery i mean all like all these different nations were still going through and establishing their place on the planet and they needed weapons to do that so they yeah, got pretty yeah. good at at making all kinds of weapons of mass destruction insanely barbaric weapons yeah, yeah. <laughs> trigger yeah, i know <laughs> so um Okay, another argument that I heard is the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is with a good guy with a gun. guy with a gun. Yeah. So, I mean, can't disagree with that completely. No. So, because that is sort of true. That's a, that is the argument that the left would say, but the good guy in their mind is the police officer that's going to do it. That at Parkland didn't do that, but... Oh, yeah, no. Had all the opportunity in the world to do it and didn't because he doesn't have to. Yeah, he just, remember? Yeah, he just sat outside while other people's children were being murdered. But that's fine. Um, that's fine. He's still going to get his uh, pension. I'm sure he's still working. Yeah. Actually, I don't even know what the latest is on that one, but Broward County is... There's something there's in, a, in the soil There's there. a lot of corruption in that county. Yeah, check it out. Look into it. There's a lot of things going on there. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag look There's into like it. There's like even murder, like unsolved murders and stuff that have been linked to police. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, all right. And then the last one I have for the right is 
criminals don't follow laws. So gun control, more laws are not going to stop a criminal if he wants to do what he wants to do. Which I think we talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's basically like bad people are going to do bad things. Yeah, you take away their guns, they'll just get knives. You take away their knives, they'll make bombs. You take away their bombs, they're just going to throw acid in your face. I mean, they'll find a way to do whatever they want to do. People are evil. Absolutely. Like, their baseline default mode is evil. And so it's a a blessing, and it's a miracle, and it's something that we should celebrate every day that we're able to smile at our neighbors and get them to smile back at us. And, you know, we're not ready to shoot each other on the streets every single day. I mean, you know, maybe they're in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. um, Because, you know, despite the... Baltimore ceasefire mm. message and like just these bless their hearts this, for trying. This weekend was a Baltimore ceasefire, by the way, guys. See, and there was at least four. Last I checked, there were four murders, four shootings. So much for a ceasefire. Yeah. Stop, stop killing each other. Um, but yeah, no, like I was saying, it's a, it's we're, it's amazing that we're in a degree of civilization where you know I have. I don't know how many neighbors I have because especially I live in like a rental section where there's X number of, of apartments per house and none of us feel like we need to um, go out and shoot the other, you know, like, oh, I don't like that your garbage can got on my lawn or, you know, uh, you're making too much noise down there. How about you shut the bleep up? <laughs> I'll bust a cap. There's a, a where we're cordial. Let me just say <laughs> this. Um, where I live. There is a place out in the east side of town. Um, I don't know if it's still there. There was this gas station I went to when I was in my 20s. I remember going in with a friend of mine and he said, Jesse, do not do anything stupid in this gas station because everybody in here has a gun on them. And he was like, what was he expecting you to do though? We were in the ghetto. So, I mean, we were like in the bad part of town. So he was just trying to let me know because he knew I was not from the ghetto and I might act like a white girl and get myself shot. Like I might try to be friendly or I don't know. I also have a, I don't like people and I try to stay away from them as much as possible, but I also have a mouth on me. So, you know, he knows that about me. Um, anyways, so he also told me when we left, he was like, that gas station is like one of the few gas stations in the, that area that get robbed. Because they all have guns. It's like a known fact. I was like, well, that's probably smart then. Yeah. Um, You mean all the employees and everybody working there has guns because they know everybody coming there is going to have a gun? Yeah, it's kind of like one of those things where you just make the assumption because everybody who lives there probably has illegal guns and then the people that work there have their own guns. It's kind of like a symbiotic relationship it's like you're only going to come here and get your gas and get your groceries or whatever and then you're going to leave because you try to start shit there's going to be some so yeah um what else another thing i hear and this could be both sides talking about um if we just had universal background checks we do we already have those Right? Yeah, we have those. And also, like, what's a, you know, I think at least the majority of, if, may, if maybe not all three of these shooters from these this past week in particular, they were 
like what 21 year olds they were all young Mm -hmm. and so you know they might legally pass a background check because they haven't because they haven't done anything yet because they're they've just been at home stewing in hate and like self-disgust because you have to go down some weird sell your soul what's a soul you don't have one you don't think anything else is worth living either if you're that miserable so you know pick a manifesto it's all anti-human speaking of manifestos i actually read that quote-unquote manifesto from um the the walmart shooter in el paso and a lot of it was um you know he's talking a lot about immigration and how it's bad for our country and it's gonna just hurt um the poor people in this country he really really thinks that um and he he, it's like most crazy people if you ever (laughs) talk to somebody who's like kind of a little None of it makes sense. Well, it it almost starts to make sense, and then they just go off the deep end. Like, he did have a good point about how, like, if we just let all these people in our country, and they're all, they all can work factory jobs. Well, we're going into automation. Like, we're automating a lot of these factory jobs. So, we're bringing all these people in that are not going to have a job anymore in, like, 10, 10 I mean, 20 years. the people here... The people here that were dependent on factory jobs don't have a job, yeah. and, you know, that's why meth meth country exists. Yeah, and, so he, he made a know. good point, and I was on board with what he was saying, and then he goes, but this is why I have to do this mass shooting to lower the population. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I saw, like, when I saw that, I was like, oh, well, you know, like, because, okay, think about... Um, and like I said, it's all anti-human. It's just people approach the anti-humanness in a different way. So here he is talking about how he needs, how we need to decrease the population. But how many other people talk about that? That we that the world is overcrowded, the world's overpopulated, um, and that's why it's so good that um, the birth rates in all these countries are low. But then wait, they're recruiting all these. People that happen to give a lot, make a lot of babies from other countries, bring those people in because our our country is depleting. Because it was a yeah. good thing for them to not have as many children. See, like this, like I sound like I'm going in circles here it's because the same this argument is, over and over this again. This is what this is what happens when you're not logically consistent. It can just go in a circle and a circle and it self perpetuates. But it's like I've said time and time again, I'm a point to point and get me to those points. And, the, and I try and keep it a straight line. I think this is kind of what's happening in Europe, though, as far as, like, the population thing. It's, like, especially in Denmark. It's exactly what's happening Denmark in and Germany kind of have the same problem. They just have a negative birth rate. And so, um, especially in Angela Merkel, I mean, she that's why she let all the Turkish um, immigrants in, because she needed people, she needed laborers. Um, mm-hmm. eh. And taxpayers. That's yeah. the more important thing. It's not about the workers. It's only about the workers because part of their labor is going to go right back to yep, these absolutely. filthy, thieving government officials. But then what ends up happening is um, they're not assimilating to the culture, and then there's having there's issues between these two cultures. Because why would they? They don't but have it's to. It's been like that for a long time. I mean, the Turkish the, the Turkish oh, yeah. have been that's nothing um, new about that. Have been their like their main immigrants for for since forever. And now they're getting a lot more than just Turkish immigrants. They're getting Syrians and Afghanis and you, you name it. They're all coming, th- coming through. But the reason why people make that argument, I think, about um, population control 
is because for some reason there's been somebody, I can't remember the name of the scientist, but he has perpetuated this, this lie that we are, we're overpopulated. But guys, I just went to the national park. I went to the Smoky Mountain National Park today <laughs> and there are tons and tons of just wide open spaces in this country. If you go to Montana or Wyoming, you'll, you just see, you could drive for miles. I mean, gosh, just think about going, Mm -hmm. driving through the desert in Arizona. We have lots of open space. We're not overpopulated. That's not a, that's a lie. It's a myth. And and now because people bought into that lie, Germany, Denmark, most of Europe in general is having a negative um, population. And China also is going to have this problem too. Um, You may not believe it now, but they were basically had that one child policy and they, they have villages now where it's mostly young boys because everybody wanted to keep boys. They didn't want little girls. So um, now yeah, they were killed. They were either before birth or after birth. So they're probably going to have, in about 20 or so years, there's probably going to be, a, they're going to see a drop in their population. It's not going to be as much as it used to be. Um, I think J- Japan's population is staggeringly yeah. um, decreasing. Well, their young people are, they're not. They're opting out of, they're not. They're, they they're not going after each other. They're, they're not They're working too much. It. They're not, they're working too much. And or like I was reading articles years ago talking about how, um, you know, they are, the men are perfectly satisfied with having an online relationship with a robot that doesn't exist or, you know, like they're into crazy weird dolls and, but they're like, they've chosen to disengage because they've figured it wasn't worth it to try and get in a relationship with a female. Like a real female, like a person. Yeah, human. and I just kind of, but at the same time, it's like, I'm like, well, that's really stupid. But at the same time, I feel like that's Darwin's theory. You know, if, if you don't want to procreate, maybe you shouldn't. If you don't, if you like, well, if you don't yeah. see any any value in that, uh, then don't have babies. I'm fine with that. Well, yeah. <clears throat> um. Anyways, back to <laughs> on topic. To back to gun control. Yeah, back, I'm gonna have to go on that, but. Uh, oh well, just like how the crazy i don't know i thought that was oh, just yeah the manifesto such a weird inconsistency of the manifesto oh, back to- and i think i think it's such a convenient thing to be in there like yeah i don't know a- it's just as weird and that was another thing is he he post he put in there like i'm not i this is how i felt before trump became president so that's not what it predated yeah trump, that's not yeah. what it was all about and, um, but he also, another thing that just did not make sense, okay, because we know the guy in El Paso, he did not kill himself or got shot. They apprehended him. He had on a, um, if you see the pictures of the, uh, the security footage, I mean, he's wearing a vest and he had head gear on. And in the, like, like he- hearing yeah, protection. In the, at the end of the manifesto, he talks about how he doesn't want to survive this thing. He doesn't see, um, because he doesn't want his family to hate him or something like that or despise him for what he's done. So he'd had no desire to live. That didn't work. Well, (laughs) I'm thinking like, well, if you didn't want to survive, why would you wear a bulletproof vest? I don't understand that. 
still a coward. I don't and know. Some, yeah, and that could be that. I mean, it could also be that he's not logically consistent. But it just seemed a little odd yeah. to me that he wanted to die, but he didn't. So. D- yeah. I mean, actions speak louder than words, I'd say. Yeah. And there's some other things. I mean, some people um, that I've, like, we've talked about the manifesto. They don't think it's real. And they think there's a lot of um, shady business going on with that. Um, there's a lot of shadiness going on with the shooter from the Dayton, um, Ohio shooting. Um, they've found old Twitter feed of his where he's making reference to being an Antifa. He's talking about like F, I love F them. McCain. <laughs> um, he hates Trump. Just, um, even possibly like there's some sleuths out there that are like looking at the patches on his shoulders and stuff. And they're like, that's a satanic symbol. So he's obviously a Satanist. And I mean, who knows? Mm. <laughs> they might be right. Some of the, I mean, I mean some of these people, <laughs> they find out, you get better, find out stuff. You get better, better information and investigators on the internet than you're ever going to get in mainstream. Right. Those people are, are barely above room room temp IQ. Yeah. And so God bless the the autistic like uh, people running crazy on 4chan. Yeah. And you know, me and Maddie were talking about you know how much we knew about the shootings before and how much we really wanted to go into the mass shootings, but you know, a lot of the stuff is kind of coming out right now as we're talking. So, I mean, I'm getting notifications on my phone right now from Twitter and stuff like that on more stuff they're finding out. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot more stuff since we've this recording. Um, and also we just didn't want to give the names of the shooters too. We thought about it and we decided not to. So if, if you guys, they can all burn in hell. I'm not giving them any more attention. I mean, they're cowards and weak. And, um, if the ones that off themselves, it's probably a good thing. Because we don't need that that genetic material in our gene pool, so. But really, wish they would have just taken care of that at before. home before and not. Yeah. Yeah. Do that before you leave your house. If that's how you're really feeling, I'm sorry. Yeah. And that sounds cold and heartless. Like I know there's plenty of people that have had suicidal thoughts before, and um, you know, didn't also want to include the rest of humanity or the world, and it was limited to them, and you know, bless like good thing that a lot of them aren't always successful but it means they didn't really want to mm-hmm. um but and so you know the left is never satisfied with um the right wanting to talk about it being a mental health issue but i think you know it is a mental health issue it is something there is something wrong with it. it's a people issue mm-hmm. there's something wrong with these people but i also think the right also has a very uh, myopic view of like how to deal with it too because I mean yeah because they don't want to give up their guns and they shouldn't have to because they didn't do the deed but they also I think that there's also a religious side to it where it, a lot of it is like well they if they were had just been Christians or if they had just um you know had better parents or you know maybe that all have been would have been true but we still need to think about you know the actual mental illness and also maybe even look at some of the medications that we give these kids. Um, and I say kids cause they were in their twenties. They were in their early twenties. To me, that's a kid. <laughs> well, it's a kid these days because they've infantilized everybody. 
But yeah. So like I'm just I'm just now starting to feel like an adult and some of that's my own doing and some of that's, you know, just the fact that I've I've lived this privileged life of mine, but on the whole it's because, you know, we're society's been delaying kids growing up. Yeah. And you know, so these these shooters, I think were all very young and they were kids. Yeah, for all intents and purposes, like they were children with bad ideas. Yeah, and um, I guess the the thing about, this is why I think that we need to not really rely on government to do anything about this, is because I feel like no. if we really, really wanted to deal with this issue, it would, ta- it would take a deep dive into the pharmaceutical companies, into the research they do on these medications. Um, I mean, it'd be a long-term thing, and... It, I don't trust the government to do an in-depth, thorough investigation on anything, as we have seen just with the Trump investigations. On, you know, we realized that Mueller didn't really do a great job, and um, he actually outsourced his investigation to other companies. So I don't think that <laughs> I would trust our government to do a thorough investigation on on the pharmaceutical companies, especially since pharmaceutical companies, all of them, pretty much lobby our congress and our senate all the time yeah i just don't have you heard of the fda like it's there to receive lobbying money yeah i mean i it's not there to protect us so i think the real answer and this kind of segues into the libertarian viewpoint on gun control if and we are i'm i'm going to make the assumption that uh maddie is as well as we're anarchists like we really would prefer a no a no government solution to about anything so we could say the second amendment exists but we would prefer not to have uh, to deal with the second amendment at all or to with any laws at all if we just understand that people have a right to protect themselves that's what it all comes down to you have a you own yourself you have a right to self-preservation that's what guns are there for to help preserve yourself to protect yourself protect your property your family that's the point and also, we believe in the non-aggression principle. So we're not going to shoot first, basically. We only would be using our guns to protect. And so if you are showing yourself to be a threat to us, let's say uh, Maddie, you know, comes into my house with a hatchet. She just not, she didn't even knock on the door. She just, my weapon she, just hatchets, she just hatchets through the front door. I yep. can see that as a threat. It's a rough Sunday. I'll see that as a threat and I can shoot her. <laughs> I'd be asking for it at that point. Right. So And you'd be well within your right. Yeah, so probably don't need to do that. But that's an example of nah. what we, we view as the non aggression principle. You know, you never aggress against peaceful people. Um I mean, I thought that you'd, I, I wish that was the common sense. So yes, okay. So this is one where uh, this is one area where like the libertarian will agree with the with the Republican because we want to keep our guns, but it's not going to be for the same reason that the Republican wants to hold on to their guns. So um, another thing I was thinking, too, is. Um, I think I already said this, but, you know, we we don't care about laws, so neither do criminals. So mm-hmm. if you're a bad element, you know, we have the ways to protect yourself against the bad element. And we, 
I think that, um, and that's another thing I said in my last podcast too, is that, you know, people think that we have a very um, naive and utopian view of what it means to be a libertarian. We think that everybody's good. We can just, we'll trust mm-hmm. people to do what the right thing. That's why we don't need to have laws against the um, corporations or against healthcare and stuff like that, because we trust that people will just spontaneously cooperate with each other. No, that's not true. <laughs> and that's, no, the, that's another illogical inconsistency, because if you are, if you believe that people are bad and that is why we need to have a governing system to control everything and make sure we all act right then you of that is made up composed of miraculously good people that i don't know where they found them (laughs) in some other planet or universe where people are good and are smart and you know do know what's best for both them and everybody else right so, like, this governing body is going to make rules for all of us, and we've all got to abide by them. They can break the rules sometimes, like, you know, as they see fit. Because they're doing it for the um, right reasons. They're right? going to, and they're going to have armed guards, but. But they're doing it for the right reasons, and everybody's doing it for the wrong reasons. But that's exactly what the Nazis thought, too. That's exactly what Mussolini thought, as well. That's exactly what Stalin thought. I mean, they all thought they were good. They were doing what was good. They all thought that. And the people that, that was under their spell thought the same thing. You know, it's not like the people that are evil know that they're evil all the time. You know, they think they're doing the right thing, which is why they think they're helping the world by, uh, you know, depopulating which it. Which is why going to Walmart. we don't want rulers because we know that's, that's really what it's it going to come down to. It's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what separates us from the minarchists, I think, because the minarchists think that if we just shrink it down, then it'll be better. And we want to shrink it down, sure, but we know... But, but keep going. If we shrink it down only so much, it's like a cancer. You can cut the tumor down to just a tiny bit, but we know it's going to grow back again. Yeah, I'd like no cancer as opposed to um, a little bit of cancer, just the necessary amount of cancer. You know, just just the important parts of cancer. Right. So, um, any other things that you think, um, do you think I pretty much covered all the libertarian viewpoints on that? or? Is... I think so. And it's like, you know, um, what you were saying, it's like, we don't even care about the Second Amendment because this whole idea of self-preservation... Um, like Lockean natural law that predates the Constitution, mm-hmm. that the ability to defend yourself predates speech. Yeah, like that. Sh- that is something that is inherent. And so, you know, when our founders talk about our inherent rights and things that were God given, whether you believe in God or not, it's like, however you appeared on this planet and for whatever reason, you should be able to defend yourself. And exist. And there should not be anybody who is the same species as you. And it's not like we're here to rule over the world. Nobody should be ruling over you. Right. You can only you can only properly rule over yourself. And that is no easy feat. So, like, if you have time to rule over other people after you've actually, like, ruled and governed over yourself. I mean, let me know your secret. Because I need the shortcut to fix myself make myself perfect but you know 
these government officials aren't doing it. They're not going to save your life. They're yeah, not gonna and I think that's what it comes down problems. to. Like, when we're talking about gun control, um, the libertarian viewpoint is that there's nobody that's going to come and save you. Don't expect that from anybody. You're the only one that can protect yourself, and you can protect your loved ones. But don't expect and don't don't think for a second that the police are going to be able to get here. You know, how many stories do we have to hear of women who've called the police because their crazy ex-husband is knocking down the door or shooting at them through a wall and finding the police officers getting there after it's already done, finding bodies on the floor? How many times? Okay. If, and this is my, this is my soapbox. Um, if you really care about rape and murder and all those issues and you, especially women's rights, then you will encourage women to go out and get a concealed carry permit, get a gun, learn how to use it so they know how to protect themselves so that they don't have to be afraid to walk down the street at night. So they don't. So they don't have to be victims. They don't have to be victims anymore. And if we really, really, really want to do something, lefties, go to your government and talk to them about getting rid of these gun-free zones because that's where all of these are happening. Okay? Yep. And that's, sure, we should have gun-free zones. In a perfect world, there would be a place where we could have a spot where we can go to where we're like, no violence here, guys. Nobody's about allowed to be bad and say mean things and do bad things. And we're and we're good. Check box. This is the zone. Box checked. This is we it. Let's dance here. When you guys did like when you remember when you were kids and you would like have like this is the safe zone. You can't get me here. You can't tag me here in the safe zone. Yeah, base. Yeah. Like when you're playing tag and you, when you're on base. And you remember how often that, that line got moved and those oh, and yeah. then there was an argument about whether that was safe got and that was yeah. Mm-hmm. Human nature, guys human nature just accept it for what it is you will we will never be safe if we deny the reality of human nature in fact you know what there's no such thing as safe there's safer but there's no such Mm -hmm. thing as completely safe like today i don't know somebody could firebomb my house right now and i would be completely unprepared for it (laughs) So, yeah. same. Yep. I'd be I'd be recording a podcast covered in a uh, sage ash. And then Red Dawn happens. <laughs> you know, like Wolverines. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> That's what makes those movies like so scary is because it's realistic. It could happen. I was up at three a.m. watching that movie for the first time when it came on. I was like, oh my god, it's going down. It won't be the it won't be the too Russians ba- too though. Ba- too bad I'm not in Colorado. Oh yeah, won't I don't be think the it'll Russians. be the Russians. I don't. It'll be our own government. Yeah. It'll be the what is it? <laughs> the lizard people. <laughs> it'll be the lizard people. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, is there anything else that you can think of that we need to cover? I feel like we pretty much covered everything. I mean, we could just yeah. I mean, it, it, so. As unfortunate as it is to always hear about these incidents and events, it's like, I unfortunately am not, no, it's not unfortunately, but I'm, whatever it is, I'm not really phased by them, and that's my, I'm 
very lucky to not have, like, it's not happened to touch that close to home. You know, I'm not dealing with the death of a loved one right now, and other people are, and so I know that all they want to do is fix that problem, and, you know, it won't ever bring their person back, but they think that they could just make it so it won't happen again, and, yeah, you know, I think history is cyclical, nature is cyclical, and like you said, like, there is no denying what human nature actually is, and I think the sooner people wake up to their own their own um, dark side, their own shadow selves, and like it's there, it's there. Don't deny it that it's not listen there. Listen to that podcast I but did. Wh- what do you do? Um, solo, and there's a. I started it off with a quote from Alexander Solzhenitsyn, and he talks about where you know evil is in the heart of every man, and who wants to cut out his own heart. Right? I don't. So that is something, it basically means we all have the potential for evil, but we all aren't ready to fully admit that to ourselves. So, mm-hmm. I... You can admit that it's there, and then yeah. choose to not act upon it, and then you're that much braver and bigger of a person. Yeah. I think, and I also think that Jordan Peterson talks about that in one of his, one interview he does, and I think he makes a good point. It's like, the people that don't acknowledge that they have evil in them are the ones that you need to be scared of, that you need to worry about. But the ones that are like... Those people scare the hell out of me. The ones that do realize that about themselves are the ones that are much less likely. It's all about the sheath's sword. Yep. You know, having, being a monster, like Peterson says, like, Having the capacity to be the most dangerous thing out there, but choosing to not be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, well, anyway, I think we can end it here. Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, check out our past episodes, especially that one in relation to this one. Um, but we've also talked about a lot of this in our feminist, um, I think it was like our third episode, we talked about that. Um, women traveling to other countries and stuff like that and how dangerous it is for women in um, specific countries. So we, we discuss evil and humanity a lot. Um, yeah, it's a common yeah. theme. Because <laughs> it's like we said, it's not going yeah. anywhere. All we can do is hope to subdue it and um, act together peacefully and voluntarily. Yes. That is the key. Because when you're not when you're not forced to interact with people, when you're not forced to do things that you might not want to do, when you're not forced to give up your money to people you don't want to give it up to, when you're not forced to interact or participate in things that you don't want to that you don't believe in that you don't want to act in, when you're not forced to do things that you don't want to do, you're less likely to act out and retaliate. Right. Yeah, and so that kind of, that ends it, I mean, we could just basically end it with our little saying, you know, keep it sane, keep it peaceful. Please keep it peaceful and keep, keep it, it voluntary. voluntary. And find you can find us at um, Instagram for sure. Like, we're blowing up on Instagram. We got so many. I love you all. We have so many new followers and people that are in our community that are reaching out to us. It's great. Um, voluntary Vixens on um, Instagram. We're at, on Twitter at Vixens Voluntary um, and uh, Facebook at Voluntary Vixens. And we have a Gmail account, voluntaryvixens at gmail.com. And, and, and our Patreon, which is <laughs> capital V's Vixens underscore voluntary. 
And then, um, I guess our, I haven't really put a lot of thought into this, but, um, I was going to say our stunning and brave for today. I don't know if you have anybody that you want to mention, but I have been listening to this woman on YouTube and she's talking a lot about the Epstein case. Like she is a reporter and she's like unraveled everything. Um, let's see. Her name is, I think is, uh, on YouTube. It's like the amazing Polly. I think she's this, um, lady from Canada. You sent her to me, but I haven't listened to it, it is, yet. She is amazing. Like literally amazing Polly. Um, so I want to just give a shout out to her because I don't know what her political leanings are, but she is, um, going in depth on the Epstein case. That's something that she's like bringing up all these people that he knows. So if you want to go down a rabbit hole on the Epstein case and kind of know a lot about who he's connected to, because a lot of people in the media want to say he's, you know, connected to Trump in a lot of ways. But I think if you're on the right or the left, you're going to be scared to know, (laughs) who he's connected to. Um, Don't listen before bedtime. Oh, yeah, because I had nightmares. I literally had nightmares about Epstein one night because I listened to it right before bed. Oh, man. Um, anybody else? On that night, let's let's uh, keep him out of yeah. our thoughts. Save it for... And out of our save dreams. Save it for another, another time of the day. All right, well, we're going to end it here because... Um, it's late and Maddie needs to go to bed and work in the morning and I've got to take the kids to school and get that whole thing started. Be, be productive, be productive and peaceful members of society. All right. right. All right. All right. Bye guys. Later.